welcome to this presentation of Bethel Family Church. We hope you enjoy listening and that it helps you to grow closer to Jesus. Cool, I loved maths in school and hated English. I am your classic kind of what we would normally describe as not very creative kind of person, but I have been discovering and learning over the course of my lifetime that I am creative because I'm made in the image of God. Now, it might not be my destiny to paint the next Mona Lisa. (laughs) So I said Mona Lisa, not Moaning Lisa. (laughs) Just clarifying, it's all right. Um, so I'm not going to ask you to like sit for a portrait or anything. Uh, like, like I, I am, I am not a drawer, a sketcher, painter, artist in any way, shape, or form. Just ask Hannah, who is our artist, and like you don't like I have trouble drawing stick figures. Okay, they just never quite come out in the right proportions. But I, I'm probably also not ever going to write a, a top forty pop song. You know, that's probably not my destiny, but creativity is about so much more than just painting a picture or or writing a song, isn't it? There's so many of us that demonstrate creativity and live in creativity uh, without even really realising that that's what it is. And often it's because we spend our time comparing ourselves to other people who can do it better, isn't it? But we're going to talk about this morning that that you are creative because you are made in the image of the Creator. You are made in the image of the ultimate Creator. <laughs> Bryce is getting creative this morning. <laughs> now, who remembers what kindergarten is like? Some of you might not remember being there. Some of you might remember your kids going to kindergarten. Can we just kind of say, like, how great would it be if our job was like kindergarten. <laughs> like, like let, let's look at it, you get to do essentially whatever you want most of the time. You get to have snacks, you get to have a nap in the afternoon. <laughs> and, and everything that you ever create, your finger painting, your macaroni necklaces, like you always get like heaps of encouragement and it's always the greatest thing ever and it always goes straight on the fridge, am I right? When, when you're in kindergarten, like every artwork you create is, is magnificent and uh, it, it's fun because creativity and imagination is encouraged. You know, it's like when you're asked to draw like an animal, it doesn't matter if your elephant is pink, like that's just imaginative and creative, isn't it? doesn't matter if you draw a flying walrus and nobody can tell what it is because it just looks like a squiggle. It's like you, you kind of get that there's this encouragement and our creativity and our imagination is encouraged. And, uh, and then later on it kind of gets stamped out as, as we get around critical people who go, oh, what are you talking about? Walruses don't have wings, you idiot. You know, and, and all that kind of stuff. But, but when we're young, there's this kind of uh, encouragement to be creative and And God wants to encourage you today in your creativity. You are creative because He is creative and you are His kid. You have inherited talent. You have inherited part of who He is. And when we we learn to uh, embrace the creativity in us and not to, uh, I guess, to, to kind of 
squash it down because of fear of what other people might think, then we're actually walking in the way that the Creator made us to be. Now, here's the thing, like our God is incredibly creative, isn't He? I've got a couple of pictures here, just in case you have ever wondered. God has created uh, everything in our world from the majestic, like this, there's some pretty majestic kind of animals and, and creatures in the world, isn't there? To the not so majestic. <laughs> some of you might be able to relate to that one a little bit more. But like there's all, you, know, you look at the variety and the amazing number of, just in the animal kingdom, you know, and then there's the, like the insect kingdom and the fish kingdom and all that kind of stuff. We have a God who created sunsets, I mean, I'm sure that we've all seen any number of sunrises or sunsets, depending on whether you're a morning person or not. You know, this is a God who created sunsets and, and forests. You know, there's this incredible diversity. Uh, and you've got deserts and snowscapes and there's this amazing kind of creativity and variety in our creation. And He created fish. <laughs> this is a blobfish. It, uh, it looks a bit weird when it's out of the water, but it's actually created to live down very deep water where the pressure is very high and actually looks a little bit more normal when it's down under high pressure and this is the incredible creativity of God that is created but this is our God who's created an infinite you know this is almost endless variety of things to live in all different kind of places in the world uh, you know we don't we can look at like we can look around the room and see amazing variety, can't we? And we look at, like, even just within humankind, we see amazing kind of variety. We see, you know, there's all kinds of variety on the outward, but there's also all kinds of variety in, in like, who we are inside, isn't there? You know, we can talk about the fingerprints and, you know, which are unique to every person. We can talk about snowflakes, which are, unique, you know, no two are alike. We can talk about, you know, voice pattern things and brain waves and all kinds of stuff that are unique to every individual person on the planet and think man god is amazing like what kind of creative genius does god have to be to go no 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 let's just make them all different i'm going to i'm going to individually create each one to be like none of the other billions that have existed or or exist now it's an amazing kind of level of variety, isn't it? And when we think about who God has created us to be, there's also this incredible variety in His body and in His kingdom. First Peter 4 verse 10 says that God has given each of you a gift from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. This creative God, His creativity extends to everything He does. And when we talk about how God has gifted His body and puts gifts within His body, that variety also exists there. And we understand that kind of almost instinctively, I think, don't we? That we don't, uh, you know, we understand that the way that you might express even a similar gift to me is going to be different because you're a different person and so it's going to look differently when it comes from you to when it comes from, you know, Chris or, or Lisa or John or, or Haley. You know, uh, and so there's this incredible variety. God has, uh, because He's created us in His image, He's also hardwired creativity into our DNA. 
I don't know, so some of you are probably more creatures of routine, some of you like variety in things. I'm the kind of person uh, that I like variety in some areas of my life and I like consistency and routine in other areas. One of the areas of my life that I really love variety is food. Some of you don't so much, some of you like to a little bit safer when it comes to food and it's like every time you go to the pub you get a chicken parmy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, some of us, you know, we'll look through the menu and I mean, a little bit more restricted these days, which really annoys me sometimes because of my food intolerances. But like, I will go to a menu and I will look for something I've not tried before. You know, that, now there are, there are things that I know that I don't like, but I'll try to find, you know, I, I know, right? <laughs> it's it, like, what if I don't like it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, but, but there are you kind of, like, that's one of the things, like, I'll go and I go, oh, what can I try, you know, and it's like, and some of you can relate to that, and some of you are like, you know, what's going on with this man, I'm not sure if he's, if we can, we can continue to, you, you can pray for me, all right, you pray for me, but God has given us gifts, and along with them, His grace empowers us to serve other people with creativity, and even our creativity can be a gift too, can't it? And when we exercise that creativity that God has given us, do you know what? You actually reflect a small part of who God is to the world. When you actually uh, live and walk as the person that God created you to be, that is like part of your witness to who God is. You, you reflect a bit of, of who God is. I want to have a look at a verse in, in Exodus now, and it's Exodus 31, and it's a bit of the, uh, a bit of the Bible that um, I think the last time I read it, I kind of skipped over lots of bits, um, and you might have done that as well, and I'm not being like heretical or anything, it's just like there's lots and lots of, uh, through the second half of, the first half of Exodus is really interesting, and it's all about the, the Israelites coming out of Egypt, and the plagues, and the miracles, and the sea parting, and then there's this whole slab where God is just like giving really, really detailed instructions about how to build the tabernacle. And there's a whole lot of stuff about laws and there's a whole lot of stuff about how many people there were and, and all this kind of stuff. And there's lots of bits that you kind of go, la, 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 skip over. But I want to read just this little bit because it highlights something really important. And I'm going to just tell you why we're reading this bit. But in Exodus 31... Uh, verses 1 to 5, it says, uh, and you'll have to excuse me, it's got some of those weird names and I'm going to do my best to pronounce them. Uh, then the Lord said to Moses, Look, I have specifically chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, grandson of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. I have filled him with the Spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, that sounds good, doesn't it? Ability, love that and expertise in all kinds of crafts. He is a master craftsman, expert in working with gold, silver and bronze. He is skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master of every craft. Now this is a, it's kind of an interesting little description if, of this guy named Bezalel. If that's how you, if I'm saying it right, I'm probably not. But um, but this was a time when like they'd, they'd come out of slavery and God was giving them instructions about how to construct 
the tabernacle, which was to be their place of worship, that when they made camp, they would set up the tabernacle and that would kind of become their, their portable temple, their portable church, where they would worship God and where they had special places for offering sacrifices and special areas where the Ark of the Covenant would be and God's presence would come and, and fill that. But there was this very specific instructions that God gave about how they were to construct this thing. And it talks about this guy and God uh, essentially... Uh, now, the, the tabernacle was, was an interesting... It was like this kind of tent sort of structure so that it could be moved around. It was almost like God knew they were going to be in the desert for a while, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. Yep, so it was their, essentially their worship tent. Um, that through, All through the 40 years that they wandered around in the desert... That was, their, that was their temple. They would pack it up, they'd move on to the next place, they'd make camp, uh, and then they would set it all up again according to God's instructions. And he, as part of this, pro- I mean, ultimately the, temp- the tabernacle would actually serve as a picture that pointed towards the salvation that would come through Jesus. And that's a, a whole thing that we could go into, we won't do that today. But what I, I guess want to bring out through this passages that God supernaturally empowered certain people to be able to make the stuff that needed to be made. Supernaturally empowered people to be particularly gifted, like it, it describes him as being this, this master craftsman who was able to fashion things to a standard of excellence that befitted the temple of God. Now you might not feel like a master of every craft, I know I certainly don't, I'm not a handyman, do not get me to try to make anything out of wood, metal, bronze, gold or silver because it will not look good. <laughs> it would not be befitting um, something to, to give to God. It would look like uh, a blobby mess probably, depending on what it was. But in the same way that God empowered the Israelites to walk in this kind of creativity, He also empowers every single one of His sons and daughters to walk in creativity today. That doesn't mean that we're all going to, you know, be be master craftsmen or, you know, invent the next iPhone or, you know, whatever it might be, you know. I'm sorry if that was your, your dream. Maybe you are. I'm not saying you're not. I'm just saying, like, probably most of us are not going to be in that boat, are we? But, you know, there are some amazingly gifted and talented people in our world, aren't they? But just because we're not, we don't have the gifts that somebody else has doesn't mean that we have no creativity. It doesn't mean that we've got nothing to offer. It doesn't mean that you aren't creative in the way that God created and designed you to be. Now, creativity expresses itself in, in, in a whole bunch of different ways, doesn't it? Creativity is not about making a work of art. It's about finding Uh, a solution to a problem it's about creating something making something now none of us are creators in the way that God is because we can't make stuff out of nothing the way that God does so he's the ultimate creator because he can make stuff out of nothing but we have this uh, reflection of his creativity that allows us to take some of the bits that God has made and put it together and you know as a as human beings maybe not you or I personally but as human beings we've made cars and planes and Eiffel Towers and all sorts of things. 
maybe for you it's the 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 ability to um to to make something fabricate something maybe you're you're a woodworker you know and you're making tables and chairs or you know maybe you're really good at welding stuff up together like fred and you're like you know when you're putting stuff together like really neat welds and awesome and it comes together maybe you're a, a, a good cook Maybe you're, you're creative in the way that you put different ingredients together and you're not one of those people that has to follow the recipe. You just kind of, you throw stuff together and you're, you're making stuff and it comes out good most of the time. <laughs> Maybe you're a, a, a writer, you know, and just like, you know, journaling stuff or the things that you write down, you're, you're writing poems or, or letters or stories or you know all of that kind of stuff is this kind of creativity that God has given to each one of us just by the nature of being one of his kids because he's the ultimate creator we are creative and we may not necessarily be using that creativity as as much as what he's designed us to be but we have that potential Regardless of whether your creative ability is applied to writing a sermon or making a video or you know, building a, a house, this is a gift that you can tap into because we were created to be creative. But what we do with that gift is really important. Colossians 3 verse 23 says work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord rather than for people the Bible tells us to to put our heart and soul into everything that we do as if we were doing it for the king our highest calling is to use our God-given creativity to glorify God and to bless others. God doesn't gift us with creativity for our glory, but for His. It's easy sometimes when we think about, particularly for those of us who are very creative, to, to, to be tempted to fall into that trap of thinking that, um, that our creativity is about our, our fame or our success. That our creativity is, is, you know, that if we can do something well enough and create something, uh, you know, imaginative or spectacular enough that people will admire our talent. And sometimes that can, that can even be something that we do within church. You know, it's great to, you know, to want to, you know, use our creativity for God's glory but we need to examine kind of our motives and go like it's great that we want you know if you're you're part of the worship team or something for example or, or a preacher or you know yes it's good to to want to do the best that we can but are we doing the best that we can so that people acknowledge or you know to, to win praise or to bring honor to God even as God empowered Bezalel with creativity for the construction of the tabernacle, that creativity ultimately brought glory to God. And our creativity should be something that helps people to see God and not us. 
to see God and not our talent. Where is it that you see creativity at work in your life? Maybe even just some of the things that we've kind of talked about or or, or I've shared with you this morning has kind of maybe prompted you to see some things perhaps in a different way. Where are the areas in your life where you are creative but maybe you've not necessarily been using or you haven't found or, or discovered a way to actually use that to bring glory to God? Maybe people have admired the things that you've made or, or that you've done and in that moment you kind of, you, you took the compliment and, you know, patted yourself on the back or whatever it might have been and missed an opportunity to actually give credit to God or give glory to God. Maybe there are things that, um, that God wants to actually reveal and bring out in you that you've not yet discovered or you've not yet developed. Just like we were talking about last week, we have this responsibility to steward our gifts and to develop them and bring them out. And God wants us to do that as well with our, with our creativity. God wants us to, to bless Him and to bless others in creative ways. Maybe it's as simple as, um, you know, thinking outside the box, coming up with a a creative solution for a problem that somebody has that you can help them with. Maybe it's um, finding a creative way to bless your neighbour or, or your brother or sister in church or you know whatever the case might be. But I want to encourage you this morning to, to, to think about, to, to, to accept and understand. For some of it, it's almost this thing where we've got a challenge the things that other people have said over us and that we may have even said over ourselves i'm not creative i think that god wants to challenge that in some of us and go you are creative because you're made in his image god is a wonderful creator who loves kind of variety and and making things and bringing joy and building relationships maybe relationships is one of the things that you have a great ability to, to build and create. But allow the Holy Spirit to begin to identify those things, to challenge you, to prompt you in how you're going to build that. Let's pray together as we close. Father, we thank you that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God, your word says that we are created with design and with purpose and that we are created to reflect your glory. Lord, your word says that um, we have been designed with purpose and that purpose is to bring glory to you. And Father, we pray that you would be showing us areas of our life maybe that we've uh, neglected or neglected to use for you. Father, would you give us wisdom? Would you show us the areas where you want to uh, build up our creativity and, and, and steer us in using that to bring glory to you and to blessing other people? Father, we just thank you for who you are. Lord, we thank you for your creativity and the, the amazing design of all creation that we see around us. And Father, we pray that as we 
just step out into to using that and being open to, to doing things and, and using our creativity to bring glory to you. Well, we pray that it would be a witness to people around us, a testament to how amazing you are. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. For more information or to listen to other podcasts, head to our website at BethelCRC.org.au or check out Bethel Family Church on Facebook.